What's up guys, how are you doing today? So happy for you to join me in today's video. Today we're gonna go over another excerpt from the Making of Revenge of the Sith book. And this one is in regards to what George thought of Star Wars and making Star Wars and what these movies actually mean to him. It's an excerpt that I haven't covered before and I haven't read before, so I'm excited to get to it with you. It's about two to three paragraphs long. So sit back, relax, hit the like button if you haven't already to support the channel, and let's begin. What drove me to make these movies is that this is a really interesting story about how people go bad. In this particular case, the premise is nobody thinks they're bad. They simply have different points of view. So kind of like what Obi-Wan said to Luke, from a certain point of view. This is about a kid that's really wonderful. He has some flaws, and those flaws ultimately do him in. The core issue, ultimately, is greed, possessiveness, the inability to let go. Not only to hold on to material things, which is greed, but to hold on to life. To the people you love, to not accept the reality of life's passages and changes, which is to say things come, things go. Everything changes. Anakin becomes emotionally attached to things. His mother, his wife, that's why he falls, because he does not have the ability to let go. Now, personally, I think a lot of us can agree, you know, wherever you are watching this in the world, that many of us have this problem. We cannot let go. As humans, we all grow attached. We grow attached to our friends, our relationships, and these are the fundamental parts of being human. To feel loss, to know loss is there but not want it, to wish it wasn't the way it was. But alas, that is the Jedi way. To let go, to understand that this is reality and you cannot control the past any more than you can the suns from setting. It's almost like the older I get, the more I start to realize that the Jedi really did have, you know, they had a ton of good points, but I also feel like they were just too strict. And this is why I always fell in love with Luke's way of being a Jedi Master, because it was much more humane. It wasn't so fearful of emotion. It was rather, okay, bring the emotion on, we're going to control it, and we're going to really put our Jedi abilities to the test. That's what I loved about it. Now, with this... Star Wars definitely is a from-a-point-of-view sort of thing because nobody in the Star Wars universe thinks they're bad, right? I would bet a lot of money that Palpatine does not think he's bad but rather thinks the Jedi are evil. Same with Anakin at the end of the film, or Revenge of the Sith, that is. Whereas Yoda, Obi-Wan, the entire Jedi Council all feel that the Jedi are the good guys and that the Empire is evil. Now... The interesting part about this is that you get kind of the stragglers, the in-betweeners, I call them, or what the fandom created as the Grey Jedi. These guys are kind of like Ahsoka Tano, Count Dooku, Qui-Gon Jinn, and then, you know, Disney Rail Avaros. I would say even Asajj Ventress later on in her life. But all of these characters all have one thing in common. It's that they're not so dogmatic about the Jedi way. Like Dooku, for example, he left the Jedi because he felt that they were just too entranced with politics and all that crap. They weren't really trusting the Force anymore. It wasn't really about the Force. It was more so about pleasing the politicians. That's not the Jedi way. You're bending the Force to a will instead of bending yourself to the Force's will. That's what Qui-Gon was all about. And that's why he didn't care to be on the Council, despite being a Jedi Master. That's why Obi-Wan says in Episode 1, Why do you defy the Council, Master? Something, something, if you only did as they told you, then you would be on the Council. And Qui-Gon returns and he says, F the Council, essentially. I love that meme. So yeah, you know, I think Star Wars definitely is a point of view kind of story. But at the same time, you know, I feel like 
there kind of is like a objective good and bad. I mean, you know what what Anakin did was pretty bad. And the thing is that you know one one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that yes, he did do bad things, but he also knew that they were bad. That was literally the point. And I feel like a lot of people miss this memo. It's that he did those things because he had to. If he didn't do them, he wouldn't have gotten the power to turn to the dark side. That's literally how it works. You do evil, atrocious things in order to turn to the dark side and get this power that is only attainable by doing horrible, horrible things. Now, with Anakin, his main issue are the tropes of this film, are the main points of this film. Greed, possessiveness, the inability to let go. He's always trying to save everyone. He's always trying to be the hero, and he puts it upon himself to do that. And if they don't get saved, then it's his fault. And so he puts it on himself to feel like he has to do this. He has to take care of everyone. And if he doesn't, then he wasn't strong enough. So how is he going to rectify this? By getting stronger and doing whatever he needs to do to be more powerful. George once said Anakin's whole thing about saving Padme wasn't so much about saving Padme. but It was more so about selfishness because he needs her. She didn't want him to do all those things. She didn't care for those things to be done in order she, so she could be saved. She would rather not those things happen. She was all about the people. She would have gladly sacrificed herself if it meant that everyone else would be able to live. And here you have Anakin going against her wishes and knowingly going against her wishes so that he could have her and save her. And this is in part, I think, one of the big things about Anakin is that he is so unbelievably selfish but doesn't see it because he masks it as being self-righteous or as helping others. He's confused. He's a little boy at the end of the day. And it's because of his trauma as a child that nobody really addressed. They just kind of swept it under the rug and said, well, you know, whatever. You're the chosen one. You're extremely powerful. You're going to be okay. But that's not how, what he needed. He needed a father figure. And he needed someone who would listen to him and not just thwart away all of his concerns like what Obi-Wan did. Now, I'm not saying Obi-Wan was terrible, but, well, yeah, you know, I kind of am. Obi-Wan really wasn't that great of a master to Anakin. He definitely could have done a lot better. I think Obi-Wan was far too young and inexperienced for Anakin. And I, I think the only person that was maybe experienced enough was Yoda. But even Yoda was far too strict for Skywalker. The only person was Qui-Gon Jinn. And after he died, it was unfortunate because that's literally what would have saved Anakin's life and the life of the entire Jedi. And I don't think Mace Windu made it any easier on Anakin either. I almost feel like George wrote Anakin Skywalker kind of like himself, not being able to let go of Marsha Lucas. But uh, I'm not really sure. It's just kind of, you know, the way he writes this as not being able to let go of the people that we love to accept the reality of life's passages and changes. Kind of feels like George was, you know, going through it at the time. And I, I, I know that he really had a hard time with that divorce. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if an artist like him would maybe put his pain into his own art but hey i don't know so that's what george had to say about you know the star wars movies and what he thought about them i know this is not too important or interesting to the mass audience of star wars you know like you know all the people that come for the mandalorian and all that stuff but i know that the core audience here and the core subscribers here of star wars theory are extremely passionate about this kind of stuff so if you are still here at the end of the video you know, just throw a like on it let me know if you're here i want to see how many of you actually made it to the end here I really appreciate you guys. You guys really help with the watch time of the channel, which helps all the videos if you watch it all the way through. And it shows me that, you know, you have an interest for this kind of content because, frankly, I don't really care so much for making news videos. I really care about making this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, 
this is the heart of Star Wars for me, and this stuff makes me excited to talk about. And you can probably tell, you know, in the in the cadence of my voice and the energy in my voice, it just brings out the um, the teenager in me, the kid in me. So, anyways, um, thanks so much for watching. Throw a like on it if you enjoyed it. Catch you in the next one. Until then, remember the Force will be with you always.